Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It's the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live, and I am so grateful that you are on that side of the microphone and you allow me to be on this side of the microphone. And you're even willing to spend some time listening. Yeah, I, I, no, I'll never never take that for granted. Uh, here is my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I just saw something astounding. Uh, before the break, we were talking about this... Uh, the Military Religious Freedom Foundation trying to stop wreaths across America from putting a simple evergreen wreath on the graves of veterans. Um, But just before that, a brand new report out, 12 U.S. cities, a dozen U.S. cities, are setting all-time homicide records, murder records, all of them under... Democratic leadership. Then during the top of the hour break, got the TV monitor on here in the studio, and I'm watching the uh, head of the major police union in Los Angeles. Well, that caught my attention because I'm a L.A. boy. I was born and raised in the Los Angeles area. And the, uh, the president of the large police union in Los Angeles is warning people, don't come to L.A. because we can't guarantee your safety. It'd probably be better that you not come to Los Angeles. Wow. The spokesman for the overwhelming majority of the police in Los Angeles is saying, our our hands are tied. We can't protect you. And I really am recommending don't come to Los Angeles because it's it's not safe. What an admission. I mean, what an admission. And of course, Los Angeles is uh well. The Democrats have had a chokehold on Los Angeles for many, many, many years, and we're seeing the results. And you probably know where I'm headed, and so I'll head there very quickly and leave. How do these people get elected? Prosecutors? Mayors? City council? Columbus? Columbus, Ohio is one of those 12 cities. Columbus, Ohio is one of those 12 cities that has already set a new homicide record this year, and we got three weeks to go in the year. And I can almost guarantee you the next mayor's election, the people of Columbus will elect a Democrat. The next election for city council, they will elect a bunch of Democrats. We just had city council election. 
it, it defies common sense. It defies reason. You would, I mean, you would think that people go, you know, maybe, maybe it's time to try something else. The, the party that we have been electing over and over again, they're not serving us very well. But, 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 the Democrats will say, we'll, we'll do better next time. And we're going to give you a bunch of free stuff. We'll do, we'll, you, we promise you, if you give us another chance, we're going to do this program and this program and money, 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 money. We're going to throw money here. We're going to throw money there. We're going to throw money there. And, oh, it's, it's going to be so much better. How, how many years? Well, anyway. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's leave that. I love this story. I love stories like this. If you're a regular listener, you know I love it when I find stories about biblical archaeology. Almost always those stories about biblical archaeology that affirm something from Scripture, you know, 99.9% of those are all in Israel because that's where the biblical events occurred. This time... It's a discovery in Great Britain. Yeah. Archaeologists in Great Britain have found the most conclusive physical archaeological evidence of Roman crucifixion. Yeah. And, of course, most of you know that Rome had control over Great Britain, the island of Britain, for a long, long time. Here's the story. Archaeologists have found, and I'm quoting, the best physical evidence ever for a crucifixion in the Roman world. The remains of a man who had a five-centimeter iron nail embedded in his right heel bone were discovered in an ancient grave in the village of Finstanton alongside a wooden board that he is thought to have been pinned to. They have the full skeleton of this man. They believe he was between 25 and 35. Quote, his emaciated skeleton suggests he was a Roman slave who was routinely punished by his master. The five... A five foot seven inch tall body was uncovered by a team of professional excavators who were analyzing the site ahead of a housing development. It is the first example of a Roman crucifixion in the United Kingdom and one of only a handful of similar cases worldwide. David Ingham, who led the excavation, said, quote, It's the best example of a crucified individual from the Roman world. We'd like to stage a reconstruction at some point to see what he looked like. We would use the skull and recreate his entire body. Um, He was likely crucified on a roadside half a mile away from the small cemetery where he was buried. Uh, Again, following the story... 
Romans reserved crucifixion for condemned slaves, rebels, and lower classes. It was designed to prolong an agonizing death and to serve as a warning to others. Now, why is this important? Well, there have been some skeptics who have doubted whether crucifixions ever really took place. Well, indeed they did. And the best-known crucifixion of all was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the fact that an iron nail was driven through this man's foot into a board is exactly the description we have of Jesus being crucified in the Bible. Now, does this one archaeological discovery validate Scripture? No. But when you put the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of archaeological discoveries, all of them proving, validating this part of Scripture, that part of Scripture, that part of Scripture, it becomes a very, very compelling puzzle and a very compelling argument. Every time one of these little pieces is discovered, it makes the picture of the Bible more complete. Don't ever, ever, ever apologize for believing the Bible. Just another piece in the puzzle. Quick break. We'll return. Radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Wow. Oh my goodness. Breaking news in Columbus. This just came out moments ago. I was just reading it the last uh, 30 seconds of the break. Here's the headline. Columbus reaches $5.75 million settlement with people injured during 2020 protests. They weren't protests, they were riots. Any reasonable objective person would know that what happened in downtown Columbus night after night after night were not peaceful protests, they were out-of-control riots. Millions of dollars in property damage? Yeah. Here's the story. The city of Columbus has reached a $5.75 million settlement with the plaintiffs in the case Alsata versus City of Columbus. The uh, case stems from the 2020 Summer Black Lives Matter protests in the city. Uh, Then it goes on uh, the dates, and it was because uh, George Floyd uh, died and so forth. Uh, During these protests, uh, they were riots. 
During the protests, the Columbus Division of Police made arrests and used force. Uh, yeah. They took over downtown. They were stomping on cars, stopping traffic, breaking windows, setting fires. Yeah. (laughs) Surprise, surprise, surprise. The Columbus Division of Police made arrests and used force which includes, but is not limited to, pepper spray, tear gas, wooden baton rounds, and sponge rounds. In the lawsuit, at least three of the plaintiffs allege that they suffered broken bones. Now, that may be true. I don't know. It's the first time I've heard that. Maybe I missed it, but I paid pretty careful attention pretty close attention to what was going on downtown during the riots. I I didn't hear of anyone broken bones. And again, maybe it happened. Uh, Earlier this year, Chief U.S. District Judge Algonon L. Marbley granted a preliminary injunction against a city that bars officers from using non-lethal force. Okay. If a riot breaks out, you're supposed to use lethal force? Bars the city from using non-lethal force, including tear gas, pepper spray, rubber bullets, wooden pellets, and more on nonviolent protesters to clear streets and sidewalks or to enforce dispersal orders. Well, if a dispersal order is issued, and the crowd won't disperse, what are the police supposed to do? As part of the settlement, the city will also abide by a permanent injunction barring the use of non-lethal weapons, chemical agents, and police tactics against peaceful protesters. City of Columbus has agreed to deliver a settlement of $5,750,000. The funds to pay for this settlement, if passed, will come from the city's general fund account. Um, Do you realize how much more difficult this is going to make Make it for the city of Columbus to recruit police officers? The next time we have a riot downtown Columbus? An honest question. What are the police supposed to do? Probably what they did in Seattle and what they did in Portland. How did that work out? What did they do in Seattle and Portland? They retreated. The police retreated. Oh, that's also what they did in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah, with the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. The police said, "Mm, we're not going to get involved. And so people went crazy. In Seattle, the uh, rioters were allowed to uh, develop their own city within a city. Portland, the same. Millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of damages. Hundreds of businesses went out of business permanently. Hundreds of people were injured. And yes, people 
died. Because the police in Seattle and Portland followed the tactics that the officials of the city of Columbus have agreed to. Now, I am absolutely opposed to the wrongful use of force. Absolutely opposed. But the police must be able to use the tools at their disposal that are non-lethal to get control of a mob. And um, this is a pure guess on my part. If there were bones broken, I am guessing, and I admit that, I am guessing that those people were probably in a place where they should not have been, and they were disobeying the legal, rightful orders of the police. And if I'm correct, I think I am, those same people are going to be rewarded an awful lot of money for breaking the law. Um, this is the world of the political left. Sadly. Sadly.